Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, this is the dog one. This is the puppy scene. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so pumped! I'm so pumped! I'm so pumped! <laughs> oh my god! No! Please tell me! Oh no! We won't! Oh, oh my god! The puppy's not even in the scene. Wait, how's that possible? It's right before the puppy appears. Oh, that's so sad. We're still gonna talk about the puppy. Screw it. <laughs> While you've been out on the road. Waiting for a new episode We've been thinking of you And just what you need Oh yeah, yeah Now that the show's underway She's Alice Lauren, comedian and podcast socialite and he's Curtis Blaze, photographer and host of the Time Bandits and Better Off Dead Minutes podcast. And we've, we've made it to the, the 40th, 40th minute. minute. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. About reality. If it's in character and for the scene and it's not just a body and if it's not right, right, just... Right, 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 right. Ring, ring. Bowfinger International Pictures. How may I direct your call? Hi, what is it? I trapped Kit to Mindhead. He could be coming down any time. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Kit feels he's ready to shoot the parking lot scene. <gasps> I just love the way this guy works. Footsteps, 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 footsteps. Footsteps, 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 footsteps. So we start off with Daisy and Aphrom. Daisy on Aphrom's arm with his cute little bow tie, uh, telling telling Mr. Bowfinger, telling Bob, that uh, she's fine with nudity as long as it's uh, for artistry reasons and says something about reality. <laughs> Aphrom looks quite handsome in his suit and bow tie. Oh yes, of course, the cute bow tie. Something that I thought was really interesting um, about that phone call that Bowfinger gets. I mean, you know, he's professional at first, and then he's like, okay, what is it? You know? I mean, he has no one really to... I mean, obviously, he has to impress the person on the other, you know, on the other end of the line, obviously. But, you know, he has no one to impress in, in front of him. So the fact that he's just kind of like, you know, how may I direct your call? And then he's like, oh, shit, it's just... It's just Dave. It's just Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Dave. <laughs> That's how it is. That's how it is when I'm answering the phone for me too. Mm -hmm. I uh, because you never know who's going to answer, and even if it's a robocall, which it almost always is, um, you -hmm. still have to be nice because it might be someone. It might be someone who's paying you money. That's right. So I always have to be like, "You've reached usacknews.com. This is Curtis speaking. How may I help you?" I feel like it's not very impressive. It's international films, and Bowfinger himself is answering the phone. (laughs) Right. There really should have been something in there about, like, he was trying to get, like, a... Well, I guess he kind of did have that secretary. No, it was the agent he was starting out with. He didn't have the secretary. Because that would have been interesting if, like, Daisy was kind of like, you know, oh, you could be the secretary. Oh, no, I guess you could be the actress, you know? I don't know. I'm just alternate versions here. No, no, yeah, that makes sense, though. Like, I'm hiring a secretary, so I look 
professional, and then, ugh, can you act? That's kind of what happened with my assistant. I hired, I hired her to be a salesman for me. Mm-hmm. And then I started making enough money, like, without sales, so we didn't have to do that. But she still needed a job. So I kind of, mm-hmm. so I just made her my assistant, and she would, like, do all kinds of things for me. And then the photography started to take off, and she kind of became, like, my, my, like my model wrangler. Oh. And she would, and she would sit in and, you know, before clients and, and whoever showed up, she would, like, be my model to test the lights out so I could see how they oh. were how they were hitting so that then when the people got there I could just start shooting right away. Oh, interesting. So that was kind of the same progress with my actual assistant. So back to that phone call. Um cuz I no no cuz actually I I didn't want to say this and I don't know but like so Dave the, the the Jamie Kennedy character that apparently is Dave. Um Wait a minute. I, I've I've got a quiz for you. I've got a quiz for you. Sure. In Bowfinger International Pictures what is Dave's role? What does he do? Is he the... No, he can't be. He's the camera person? Sound. Camera sound person. Just sound. Is yeah. he just sound? Is that what he does? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, you said you had a question for me. I didn't know if you knew the answer and you were quizzing me. Okay. I've got a picture of Dave holding a camera and swinging the camera from minute 36. So he's the cameraman. Okay. Yep. I feel like he must do like numerous things. Or are the... I don't know. I feel weird being like, are the Mexicans the sound in other people? But I don't I don't know them. Um, I didn't well, know anyone's I mean, name, though, to, to be fair. I didn't know anyone's name. Um, you could you could say you could say something <laughs> like not racist, like it's Hector that's the sound man. Yeah, and but I, Louise, new Louise is the grip, <laughs> and Martinez, <laughs> Martinez is the one that uh, is in charge of uh, food. Yeah, I was gonna say craft services. Yeah, I just craft services. Martinez is craft services. Well, look, look, we, look, look. I'm, I'm not <laughs> and racist. Ch- and Sanchez, Sanchez builds sets. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm not racist because I only just learned the Mexicans. Dave's name. I only just learned Dave's name. <laughs> but also, he's white. Okay, no. But also, I, I think I say it like that too because it's so jarring that they really just, you know. I mean, I keep thinking about how you asked me. You know, if this movie still holds up today in the type of humor, and it's like, I mean, the way that they went about getting the rest of the crew was something that would cancel this movie on Twitter today if it came out today. Actually, no, you know what? It would cancel it. It would cancel it. What is this, 20 years ago? 20 years later. Someone on Twitter will worry about it now, I'm sure. I don't know. That's an, that's an interesting thing. Because, yeah, we have to acknowledge that it's, like, insensitive, but also it's a comedy, but also, ugh, I don't know. The whole thing just makes me tired. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to watch a movie, and at the same time, it's like, okay, Breakfast with Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously, uh, What's-His-Face's character is a terrible, terrible racist uh, depiction. Obviously, it is. But, you know, the two scenes that he's in can be terrible, and we can still love the rest of the movie. Yeah. Have you, wait, have you seen Breakfast at Tiffany? I know you're going to ask. I have, I just don't remember, like, anything about it. I think it was, <laughs> it was such a forgettable movie for some reason to me. Okay, one of the greatest that. movies of all time, and you're calling it forgettable. That's fine, I can let that slide. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't like Citizen Kane, so you know what? <laughs> what? No. What? No. Uh. <laughs> 
I feel like I don't even want to show you Raiders of the Lost Ark now. Right, yeah. Well, because, you know, Mank came out, and I was like, okay, I'll see Citizen Kane, so then I can see Mank. Didn't like either of them. No, he he's he really got... Well, Hitchcock. Kind of Hitchcock did that. Same thing as Wes Anderson, to a certain extent. Um, but speaking of composition, we uh, after he hangs up with uh, Dave, because Dave says, you know, Kit's coming, Kit's coming. Well, here, and Dave is high. Oh, oh yeah, this is this is what I wanted to say. When he says Mindhead, I feel like I don't know if he's like mumbling, but I like if I didn't know that it was Mindhead with like context clues, I don't know if I would understand that. Is that? Yeah, it went kind of. That fast. is what he says, right? Yeah, I just need like context clues to figure out that he said he's at Mindhead. Well, you know what's weird about the way he says that mm-hmm. is when he says that it sounds. Like he's saying it wrong. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to go listen to that again. Right, me too. Yeah. He said, it's like he says, mine here. Right. I check, I check it to my here. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, if I didn't know what line he was saying. If I didn't know, like. If okay, I wasn't okay. reading the script, I don't know, I don't know watching it if I recognize what he was saying. Mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. And if it's in character and if it's for the scene, if it's not just well, a body. Right, 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 right. Okay. Bowfinger International Pictures, how may I direct your call? Well, hi, what is it? I tracked you to mine head. He could be coming down any time. Yeah. My, I tracked you to mine head. <laughs> so now that, I'm, now that I'm watching this, it's like, oh yeah, I didn't realize they were at mine head. I thought they were just in a random garage. That's, yeah, that's true, it, yeah. I, and I think it's because, I think it's because of the way he delivered that line. Like, it didn't set the setting for me. So he was just in a random L.A. garage somewhere. It's, I mean, it's, it's a weird phone call. Overall, I mean, even going back to Bowfinger being professional and then, you know, straight into, like, what is it? You know, he doesn't even, like, change. He doesn't take, like, a beat to be like, oh, okay, it's Dave. You know, <laughs> he just kind of like, you know, Bowfinger International or how is it? What's going on? What? Yeah, <laughs> it, it gets the job done movie-wise. It gets the yeah. scene done. Yeah. This is just so cool, though. This is one of the things I love. They've got a phone. A oh, payphone. Oh, True. He had to put money in that thing and then, like, and then call Bowfinger. And in 1999, I can tell you, it cost a quarter. Not even 50 cents? I don't know, no. More even, wow. Well, there used to be a deal where you would have to keep putting money in or call Mm -hmm. collect. So then after this, he very excitedly heads out into the living room and announces to everybody that, that it's on. And they do the worst acting job I've seen in this whole movie. What? You know? I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's like a bunch of, of, of movie podcasters who are like, all right, all together. All together, gasp. <laughs> gasp. <laughs> and then they don't quite do it, and and Slater just lights up, you know? Like, like he has had enough, it has been 20 takes of gasp, gasp, gasp. And you can just tell he's done. This is one of the things I didn't notice when I was uh, watching the movie ever, the other mm-hmm. three times in my life. They're putting the plaster cast on him now to do that uh, to do that alien brain oozing out of his head effect. Oh, okay. Because that, yeah, that was my next question is, what are they all busy with? Because, you know, to match with this bad acting they're doing, like, it's, I mean, it's like Bowfinger walked into, like, a, you know, high school skit. I mean, I'm wondering, <laughs> like, I don't know, I can practically see the, like, Okay, do something busy. Do something, you know, keep yourself busy. Oh, you're no, doing... no, they're doing something that makes total sense yeah. here. They're you're taking doing some, a plaster some, cast of a some, Yeah, some, some busy, you know, some busy work, some stage, 
stuff, you know, okay. And then he, I, I could almost see the stage directions, you know, it's as if there was an overlay of the screenplay, you know, like, okay, you're going <laughs> to keep yourself busy. One person's knitting, one person's, you know, you know, just say watermelon over and over again, you know, mouth watermelon <laughs> over and over again, you know, just, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was like, they just, they swapped out everybody in that movie with high school, you know, bad high school actors. Um, wow. No, re- just not going to relent on this. You're not going to give them an inch. No. F Bowfinger. Um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, but where'd the dog go, Alice? Where did the dog go? Oh, that's true. He should have been there in the home. Where has the dog gone? And you know what? I, the fact that, I mean, whatever, I'll fast forward to the end of this minute. Where was the dog? We didn't even get the dog in this minute. We know it's coming. It has teased us and teased us. Entire week with no dog. Oh, entire week with no dog. We know he's going to come in with his tap shoes. Not tap shoes. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) That would be better if they were tap shoes. His his tippy tap nails, you mean? No, I think, what was he wearing? Boots? Right? No, yeah, heels. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's wearing heels, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. I, like, don't want... <laughs> the fact that I want to talk about the next minute more than this one right now, where I just want to be like, wait a second, why are they making the dog walk in heels? Can't you just get a woman? <laughs> this is the lengths you go to to not hire a woman? <laughs> Well, anytime he doesn't have to pay someone, Bowfinger. Oh my gosh. I, why Why do I need to hire someone to do Foley? I have a dog. Right. <laughs> oh, he, could even, he could even just put a microphone in the room while Carol's walking around. And the get 90s someone walking was a around. wild time. We just hired dogs <laughs> over women. All right, no, no, no I, will let, I will let next week <laughs> take this on. But I, I needed to speak about this dog. I don't remember his name. In my head, I'm like, it's Baxter. But Baxter was the dog in Anchorman. But it reminds me of the dog in Anchorman. Probably not the same dog. Well, maybe. Maybe Anchorman was a very, very long time ago as well, which sounds really depressing. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, boy, have I got a treat for you. Oh, my God. The dog? Oh, my God. Is he, gonna be... is he on the podcast? You got The him. dog's name is... The dog's not on the podcast. We, we're we talking about the dog because you love the dog. We're stealing this from whoever is next week. I thought there was a surprise. Like, listen, I got the dog on the pod today. No. The dog is right out. The dog is right outside the door. Go open your front door. <laughs> oh, my God. It's an AI dog. Okay. The dog's real name is Mindy. Oh. Yeah. And in the movie, her name is Betsy. Betsy? Wait, she was a girl the whole time? Yes, all the whole time. So I guess the high heel shoes now make sense, don't they? They could, they could. <laughs> I love it. So so here's the bad news. It, it's it been 24 years since this movie was made. Oh, God. <laughs> There's no way that Mindy's alive. Oh, no. It's just, that's just not even, that's not physically possible. Oh, that reminds me of watching... Never-ending story, I think, yeah, for the first time, and I literally, like, pre-anything was like, oh, I hope that horse is okay. And then I was like, oh, no, this is the movie, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So bad. I literally literally said that out loud. I was like, 
oh man, I love that horse. I hope he's I hope he's doing okay. And then there was like you know the scene. I won't spoil it for anyone. But um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, you know what's terrible about that? Mm-hmm. Like that that horse went on to be famous and then died in terrible agonizing pain. No. <laughs> yeah, he died of some sort of terrible horse cancer or something. It was it was bad times. Oh, of course. No. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, well, that's our show. No. Um. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so this scene is just setting the the rest of the scene. We're just setting up for the next minute for the next scene. Eddie Murphy but, is looking know, very hot walking through the parking lot. Um, now is he looking like? Is he looking hot like? He's looking like an an, an attractive young Eddie Murphy. I did not know that there could be. Such a thing, I... Are you saying that current Eddie Murphy doesn't basically just look like himself, always? Well, maybe. I don't know, I'm trying to think of him as... Oh, where did I last see him? The Oscars, right? Where did he get that big award? Maybe it was the Golden Globes. That, like, um, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that Lifetime Achievement thing, which, gosh... That's I'm what it was. It was... Yeah, it must have been... It must have been the Academy's Lifetime Achievement. That must stink when you're, like, 60. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you in a couple years. <laughs> oh, and you and you win your lifetime achievement award. When I win, when when I win mine, yes. Yeah. For my uh, body of work when I was sixty. Body of work, sure, sure. It looks great. Like oh, when he made that film, when he made when he made that film, solo blonde girl watches porn on her phone. <laughs> Brilliant directing. <laughs> I know there isn't that much dialogue. Well, the thing. Here's the thing I'm trying to figure out. So we're having we're having Jamie Kennedy at the garage and Carol is at the garage. Yeah, wait a second. Carol's how how fast did everyone get down there? That's oh. that's what I'm trying to figure out because he's coming, he's coming. And they are at Bowfinger's bungalow. Yeah. And um Hernandez and and Martinez clearly have the cameras in their hands. Mm-hmm. I mean look at them. They're holding cameras literally in the scene. Yeah. So, did they hustle down there in 10 seconds to start filming he and Carol Carol confronting him and running through the garage? I mean, I guess that's kind of going to have to be a question that gets answered by the next crew next week. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm, right. and I'm not and I'm not saying continuity error, but it seems weird to me that all this camera equipment is here and then somehow also at the garage they're filming the scene with Carol and Kit. I mean, did Dave just find out or like well, yeah, he just found out. He just got off the phone, remember? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, maybe he knew for a bit. Like, couldn't he have given them more warning? I guess not. He probably ran out there. Oh, man. I almost want to be like, where, where did they film, you know, the, the mind headset? Like, is this going to be another thing? You know, there, another reason to have Google Maps and we map how, <laughs> how long it takes? Well, okay, here's what we know. Mindhead is this famous building in downtown Los Angeles. And Bowfinger International Pictures is not in downtown Los Angeles. Hmm. In the movie world, this is what we know. Because the, the Minehead building is this famous this famous building. You know, this, this crazy, tilty, 45-degree angle, crazy building. And so we know that these things are miles and miles away from each other. And in Los Angeles, miles and miles away could be hours away. So Dave... And I guess that's another question that is a legitimate thing to talk about during this minute. How did Dave know Kit was coming? 
He just calls up and goes, oh, gets on his way. Like, did he hear his footsteps? Is that how much warning he had? He could only hear the footsteps or maybe the dinging of the elevator to the parking garage? Like, there's no way Dave had... Because Dave wasn't, like, on a walkie-talkie with the secretary of Mindhead who was saying, okay, he's on his way down. You've got three minutes. Yeah, it's not like when he's at the clothing store and, you know, here it's from the brother and, blah, 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 you know. Um... Right, and, and they know ahead of time where he's going to be. And yeah. even if he was on... Even if Dave was on a walkie-talkie with, say, the secretary, you know, up in Minehead offices, she would only be able to give him three-minute warning, at best. Yeah. You know, the length of time it takes to leave a dude's office, get in the elevator, and go down to the parking garage. Maybe they're aliens and they all got on their spaceship. (laughs) And so then Dave somehow, Dave had to see that, like, heard the elevator ding or something of Kit arriving at the level... And then made the phone call, which, by the way, think about fumbling for a quarter and then dialing. And being quiet if he's, you know, and, on, yeah. like, literally coming out. And having to, like, wait for it to connect. And there's ringing, and then and then they have to pick up. So there's all this time that's being burned of him doing all this stuff. And there has to be zero, just zero notice. That makes me want to see the next, you know what, we have to go look at the next scene. So, you know, the next minute you're talking about where Betsy's walking around in heels, that's the scene I'm watching right now. <laughs> because I'm trying to see, like, if this all makes sense. Because I gotta know, we gotta know, this is the last thing we do on this minute, we gotta know if this makes sense. So he's in the garage and he's like, huh? What's, what's, I hear walking. I hear footsteps. Oh, <gasps> that means I was playing the part of Betsy when we did the script earlier. Wait a sec. Oh my gosh, and I'm, I'm researching Betsy. <laughs> and she prefers oh no. her running shoes. But they really did put her in high heels. <laughs> oh, Betsy's so awesome. Okay, I've got the definitive answer for us. All right. Here's what we see. Dave is at the parking garage, wherever that is, miles away from Bowfinger International Picture. And then and then there's the scene with Kit walking through the garage, and we see him walking through the garage. Like, Kit is, or um, Dave is leaning around the corner to see him, right? That's clearly mm-hmm. what's being depicted in our minute. Mm-hmm. And then the next minute... All, everyone is there. All the all the Mexican guys, uh, Bowfinger's there. They've got the camera gear now there. Like, they got there in one second and set up for the scene and got the dog into high heels and everything. Everything. So none of this makes sense. Look at that. Look at what I sent you. It's Betsy. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're just going to make me sad. You can find the Bowfinger Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, bowfingerminute.com. Please like, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Bowfinger Minute can be found at Welcome to Minehead, the Bowfinger Minute Listeners Center, on Facebook, and on Twitter at Bowfinger Minute. There are hundreds of other Movies by Minutes podcasts available at moviesbyminutes.com. And for sure, the movie you love is covered. Check it out! The opening song to Bowfinger Minute is sung by Mr. Math, and he is available on Spotify. That is M-I-S-T-E-R-M-A-P-H. Join us here next time on the Bowfinger Minute. In the meantime... Keep it together, keep it together, keep it together! Keep it together, I'm keeping it together! Throw it together! Out on the road Waiting for a new episode We 
we've been thinking of you and just what you need. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that the show's underway, I guess we can call it a day. You're already far. Sure. One more show. Sure. 